What's up, guys and gals, fellow whiskey sippers? This is Whiskey Biz Podcast, and here are your hosts, Rob and Devo. So kind of like a trivia question for you guys. Which floats, a lemon or a lime? Uh, root beer. <laughs> what floats? Root beer floats. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they both float, no? No, I- the fun fact is that a lemon floats. But a lime sinks. That that wasn't like punny, right? I, and no. I just completely missed. Okay, I cool. missed the joke. I wasn't. I, I, there was. I no told joke. you guys it wasn't going to be a joke tonight. That it was a lemon just floats be, and a you, lime. Did you tell sinks. our listeners that? That's fair though. That makes sense <laughs> because a lemon's not as dense as a lime. That's why you roll a lime before you uh, cut it. Did our listeners know there was no joke coming? I don't know, but that doesn't. I mean, it matters. But, you know, sometimes you got to be... I want to apologize to the listeners. They were didn't, expecting didn't I a say joke. I had a question? I, I he did say said, a question. I said I have a trivia question for you. Fuck, I had a joke, and I keep... I, every time I get a joke, I need to, like, write it down. But by the time I think of writing it down, it's like I'm busy doing something. I apologize, but there was no joke today, listeners. <laughs> Jeez. So, the joke for this episode <laughs> is the whiskey that we're going to review today. Because oh, well, it's you know, not a whiskey? whiskey um it's as much whiskey as iowa legendary rye was it's from corn and cane yeah so i i found this bottle going down total wine i may have told this story already um but going down total wine i was actually with one of our listeners at the total wine in brea and we're down the whiskey aisle, and I see this bottle. Victor, I was waiting God. for him to actually accidentally <laughs> bump the camera. Yeah. So I see this bottle, and it's Casey Jones double barrel, and it's 105 proof, and it's 35 bucks. I'm like, well, we have to try it for 100, you know, over 100 proof for like, there might have been like 30 bucks. I'm like, let's fucking do it. So I grab it, bring it home, looking at the bottle, I'm like, doesn't say whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> So actually, it doesn't say whiskey. No, it doesn't. It's it, well, it's cane. There's cane in it, so it can't be whiskey. So like cane, the like fuck cane am sugar. I drinking? Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. I don't know. What's a square pot? Uh, <clears throat> like instead of a pot still that's round, it's square. Does that make a difference? I don't fucking know. Because this was distilled in a authentic square pot. Huh. At least it wasn't a square pan. That'd be a little bit harder. Yeah. Then we're doing French toast instead of waffles or pancakes. If you make a, do you realize that you can only make pancakes in a pan? Because if you make it on a skillet, it's no longer a pancake. It's a skillet cake. Yes. Does it smell weird, Devo? (laughs) Yes. But I'm going to wait till like. That was, I thought you were making fun of my joke, but I'm like, it was literal. I was being literal. I felt like it was very much a. Ooh. <laughs> it just me. It's sweet. It wasn't bad. It, it smells yeah. sweet. So, oh, uh, it's one hundred and five point eight proof. Uh, it's a small batch. It's a double barrel. They uh, doesn't smell like whiskey. Well, like I said, it's not whiskey. We didn't give a joke, and we're not reviewing whiskey. That's the joke. <laughs> Enjoy. Fuck! Why did I pour so much? Oh, that's a heavy pour, dude. Fuck. Welcome to the show. Well, it does smell like ethanol. Holy shit. So my first, when you saw my face, uh, or my facial expression, 
it was because it kind of had like a a latex glove kind of scent to it. On, Interesting. Like when it was inside the little handshake. I feel like it smells stale. A little syrupy. Yes. We may have to do a backup bottle. Devo, do you have any others? Because if this sucks, I really like I feel I fucked I, up. I do. Okay. Like not a backup bottle, like regular backup bottle for an episode, but like <clears throat> for you the other bottles, right? For you being personal. Oh, personal. meaning uh like, like for it to review shapes. another one. Yeah. 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 Okay. I got those because well. we may have to do that. I'm not sure how I feel about this. It's not th- it's actually like a decent color. What does double barreled mean? It's got crazy they, legs. It, it's on like it, um, they probably barreled it. They barreled it in a barrel. barreled it in one barrel or bottled <laughs> bottled it, Bottle stored it in one barrel, and then put it into another barrel to add different flavor. So it's like, like a, a toasted whiskey, barrel. yeah, or a wine barrel aged or broken barrel. Yeah, except they don't put it in another barrel. Like if you if the barrel broke, do you, would they like put it in another barrel? I don't think I think if Would a barrel broke, I don't think you'd up? have time. Yeah. Like a small crack and you just saw like a little puddle on the floor. And like ninety percent of the bottle was I think I think up. it's like a ship, right? Or maybe maybe like a submarine. Once there's a little crack, it's all gone. I don't think it's gonna be able to hold the pressure. Oh it's a lot of weight. That's a good point. Fuck it. It smells weird. That's that's I think that's what we got out of this. And I agree with your stale it just smells like off it smells like the water they used was like kind of bad <laughs> maybe maybe it like sat out water. for a few days yeah it's like tap water you know how you've had that like you've had a glass of water that you put out like the day before you're drinking it and then you like forgot to bring it down to the the sink and then you it's there like another day and you're like you start to see little fuzzies in there but you're thirsty so you're like ah oh, fuck it i'll try it and then you drink it, and it's like it just doesn't taste right. Well, yeah, today. Um, oh shit! <laughs> is it close to home? Well, no. It's just that I found something floating in my uh, cup, but it wasn't from like a day old or anything like that. Uh, it goes back to having like tap water because I couldn't go downstairs because then it would. Because no, the sink's in the bathroom, and I was yeah. And that's that's desperate, dude. And I was like, well, yeah. I used to drink out of a fucking hose. Stop judging him. But at at the same time, um, you know, on like the bathroom faucets, they have uh, like a strainer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that starts to get like gunked up and everything. Well, chunk of that (laughs) fell into the water. Fuck. I mean, there's a level of desperation, right? There's the not. I normal. needed some water for sure. <laughs> so I mean, I, I guess you go bottle water, filtered water, fridge water. Take a sip, Victor. Sink water, other sink water, bathroom sink water, top of the about... toilet bowl water, toilet bowl water. Okay, and how about this as the next option? It fucking burns. Yeah, it's hot. Like not like a nice burn. Like it's not like a bourbon burn either that was a weird burn it like it's almost like more tingly i'm not getting so much tingle i'm not getting flavor yeah i was gonna say it's very water it kind of tasted like burnt something burnt 
Like, you know how you've <laughs> smelled like the char on the barrels? Mm-hmm. It tastes like the char, the smell of the char on the barrels. <clears throat> Definitely it's not heard bad. It, Definitely hurt a little. Yeah, I don't love it. It tastes the like first a, sip, one of the worst first sips I've hurt. had in a while. It didn't hurt. But I, mean, I proceeded palette, with palette caution. Wise, there's no depth to it. Cause yeah, it the, tastes like they they put water in a barrel. The little sugar in it. Does it say anything about like a mash bill on the bottle at all? No. Corn and cane. That's yeah, it. it's just corn oh, and that's cane. Right. That's right. So I guess the one, the closest whiskey we've had to this would be mellow corn. Mm-hmm. Which that didn't like have a long mellow finish corn either. Age, uh, yeah, mellow corn aged maybe, something like that. I don't mind it. It's not bad. I just feel like it's missing a lot. Like, like you poured me a glass of... Colored water? Old-fashioned, but you didn't put the whiskey in it. Okay. It is sweet. Like, I'm not saying it tastes like old-fashioned, but it, like, tastes like you poured me a cocktail and, like, forgot a main ingredient. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's... It's a terrible description. I'm sorry. To me, it's, like, oaky, sugary, and watery. I don't... I I think there's a decent amount of flavor, but the burn is like it's sitting in my chest. No, I'm not getting that burn, so I'm gonna like finish, I'm gonna finish my glass so I can experience what you're experiencing. You can do whatever you want. You can fucking kill the bottle if you want. No, he still has to drive home. It doesn't burn, dude. dude I had no hug. Uh, I it burns for me. Ooh, did you drink? Oh, oh, did he get it? You know, oh, you're breathing out fire. On the way out. Okay, there it's rolling in. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad though, but it definitely rolled in. I did have a. This, I, had, I had a glass of Remus before I came over. Oh, okay, how was that? A glass. Yeah, I mean, what? that Remus is hot though. Is it? Yeah, the one you gave me. Um, I don't hate it. There's a lot that I don't like about it. I say that it's interesting. It's different. That's for sure. Um, there's definitely not a, a depth of flavor to it. Mm-mm. It's just sweet. And I'm getting a little bit of the oak that you were talking about, Rob. But And it tastes a, it still tastes a little stale. Yeah, definitely. Especially on the, the first two sips. It was very, very stale. Or bland, I should say. Yeah, not loving it. Not loving it. I mean, it's it doesn't go down hard, but there's just some funky flavors. There's like a weird bitterness to it, too. But I can't tell if that's just like there's no flavor in the alcohol and the char's just taking over and it's too much oakiness. Me? Like it's over-oaked. I, I don't know, because like, I'm still getting um, on the nose that like latex glove, and then I just got it a little bit at the end there on uh, my last <sighs> sip. Like the powdered latex? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I don't want to finish this, actually, but I do because I want to go to a different whiskey. 
Which whiskey were you wanting to go to? Rebel one? <laughs> no, I was thinking Katie or Caddy. C A D E E. Yeah. I don't know. You guys have anything else to talk about this or can I just do my review? Yeah, you can do your review, dude. Okay, I'm going to give it a two. We're a whiskey podcast and this is clearly not whiskey. And it's not, it's it's not not even like enjoyable. Like it's fine. It's drinkable. But I wouldn't want to get drunk on this because this feels like a hangover. I can agree with that. Uh, I don't think there's anything you can do to salvage it. I wouldn't even waste Coke on this. Uh, see, I I would probably put the, put this with Coke. I think if you had to get rid of it, that's your only option. Maybe put, like some I'd club soda Coke over lemonade. I know I've yeah. said that that's been my combo in the past. Yeah, it's too sweet for lemonade. <clears throat> even though, sh- yeah, I don't know. I just I'm not a big fan. I like tart lemonade though, so that's why. Like that's uh, that's fair. Yeah. Anybody else want to review this, or are we done? I'll review it. Okay, go for it, Victor. Uh, no score. Scratch. Scratch. <laughs> what if you had to review it? As a as a whiskey? Just uh, just review it. Just rate it. Um, if I went to Vegas, okay, and I had like a smoothie drink, like okay. a like a like a fat, fat Tuesday. Tuesday? I throw a shot of this in my Fat Tuesday. I could see that. Other than that, th- this doesn't. I don't. Unless you can make some cocktail, like this is like, like like Chambord, right? Like you're not gonna yeah. drink Chambord by itself. Fair. Like this needs something. This is this is not a standalone. Poor neat, you know. Maybe yeah. it tastes good in co with Coke. Maybe it'll Maybe. taste good with. Uh, maybe a tart lemonade, but this is not a standalone alcohol. Fair. For that purpose, as a standalone alcohol, I'll give it a three, three and a half. No, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, but as a whiskey, don't buy it. Yeah, it's definitely not scratch. a whiskey. It's scratch. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I can agree with that. So that was my fuck up. So that's why you're going to get two whiskeys this episode. I, was, I mean, I don't think it's... I mean, this was definitely... It was an experience. Yeah. I think it ruined my palate. Dang, it doesn't taste bad. So, like I've no, I mean, like so it, no, it's just it's it's going to be hard going to bourbon after this. I don't think so. You don't think? No. no. Okay, but I, I agree with you. It's like sitting weird in my stomach. It's, but I yeah, like to go to KD. Yeah, that's that that's eighty four proof. I, know. I was like, I <laughs> oh, we could do a forty nine mile. Forty nine mile. It's a little higher proof, not much. Or do we want to do like? Uh, one that we've reviewed before, which was the Rebel 100. Let's just let's just do the 49 mile. It's California whiskey. Let's see if we can talk shit about California more. Even though we live here, partly because we can't really move. I think the only... <clears throat> I don't even know who likes living here. Like, you just live here. Mm-hmm. And you're stuck here. Yeah. It's kind of how I feel. Because you know if you leave and you don't like it there, you can't come back here. You'll, oh, you can yeah. no longer That's, afford yeah. it. There's no way. So there, there, unless you like completely downsize. So if you if you move out of California, if you live in California and move out of California and you get a bigger house, don't buy any more furniture. Just buy <laughs> enough furniture for like a three-bedroom house in California. Because you're not going to... You, you, yeah. 
Can I can I give mine? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I wasn't trying to cut you off. No, for sure. I I was just I yeah, figured no. it was a good yeah. Okay, no, great segment. Um, I'm gonna give it a. I, I agree with you, Rob. I think it's a two. Thank you. Yes. Um, this is one that I wouldn't have been able to predict what your rating would have been. It's 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 got a weird burn. It's just weird. Um. Because I, I was even going to talk that up as to say, like, oh, it, you know, it could be higher than a two. But in the same token, I'm only going to put it with a mixer in sense of, like, a lemonade or, or Coke or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> this is um, the first whiskey I've had it's not on our podcast, or first alcohol that I've had on our podcast. Where I feel like there's a high probability if this was the only thing I drank that I was gonna throw up tomorrow. I like a high like there is a probability. I shouldn't say high. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. This is a no go for me. Um Yeah, it's not Devo Pour certified. I'll just leave it at that. That's completely fair. If you could put down a Devo pour of this, that would you'd get major props from me because I couldn't do it. I could probably do it on a dare. That that sip hurt, didn't it? I dare mm-hmm. you, Devo. So this was <laughs> aged in new oak and then finished in a bourbon barrel. Interesting. So that's where it gets its color? No, the new oak probably gives it its color. I mean, unless they didn't do a chard, but I think it said it was chard. It says chocolate finish, dude. Oh, I, I could see that. It's not a good chocolate, though. It's like a cheap chocolate. It's called Age Spirit. I don't know. They do have bourbons, dude. Do they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know they did. It was right next to the bourbon. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's the double barrel for only like five bucks more? Let's do it. We'll try it. <laughs> you pay more. These motherfuckers. <laughs> this didn't belong on that fucking aisle. I'm so just as mar- mad at... No, good I'm marketing ju- team. I'm ju- No, it's fucking Total Wine being assholes. <clears throat> I'm just as mad at Total Wine on this as I am Casey Jones. They're equally responsible for this bullshit. One of them made it, and the other one put it on a shelf that they knew I'd buy off of. <laughs> exactly. It was in the bourbon aisle? Or yeah, what? it was right next to bourbons. Mm, that's rough, dude. Like, and it was like smack dab in the middle of the aisle, too. I'm a little bitter about this, if you can't tell. Kind of like the flavor on this whiskey. Victor, I, I have the bottle that, here. I had to finish. How did that feel? Not good? No. Yeah, it's it's... It's just not enjoyable. <clears throat> it's drinkable though. It's a drinkable too. It's just not yeah. like it's not something you're going to enjoy as a whiskey drinker. So that's it's a two coming from a whiskey drinker. If you drink <laughs> like some weird shit like Tuoco and like that's kind of the kind of vibe I get off of this. Do you guys this, ever have that? It's like an no, Italian liqueur. It's weird, no, but at the same time, like I, I think of this um, alcohol. As something I give to someone who says like, or is trying to get in like good with me, like oh I I drink whiskey uh, quite a bit and like I can just tell that they're just saying it to like win my oh, friendship to kiss like, your oh, ass. Try this one out. <laughs> give him and, this one. Yeah, and they'd be like, oh, it's good, and you're like, you're full of shit. I knew <laughs> yeah, it exactly. Yeah, exactly. I like, I like that move. Um, we got to get new glasses. I am not even going to put another Dude, whiskey in the same glass. Do these people on Reddit like are raving about the distillery? Really? 
We well, a distillery bourbon. maybe, but not the... Okay, I'll get a bourbon. Not I'm not going to fucking buy this one again, though. This is some weird shit. This is some, like, fucking prohibition shit. I'm trying to figure out what it is, dude. I mean, it just it's it weird. spirit on there. Like, what is the... I guess what Devo said, the mash bill, right? Well... <coughs> Fuck. So it's corn, which is, can be sugar, and cane, which is, is, is sugar. sugar. Yeah. Just fermented together. Okay, I'm going to go get uh, another cup. <coughs> so it's too bad that this isn't, like, caramel. It says it says it's a caramel bomb. Oh, it is. Um, uh, no, I was, I was meaning more like like the actual caramel. Do you say caramel or do you say caramel? Caramel is not a word. Because caramel is spelled C A R A M E L. There's two. There's an A after the R, and there's an A before the <coughs> between the R and the M. Yeah, I know. I, I that's how I spelled it. So you're not is the a silent? I mean you you can go at me about that. I I switch it up depending on No, I no, I, I'm it. not trying to tomato. I'm, I'm not trying to shit on you about it because I called it I I called it Carmel for the longest time. It was Carmel. Is uh-huh. that a hot Carl? Yep. I don't know what a hot Carl. Hot Carl's where you shit on someone. I've never done that before. <clears throat> yeah. I don't like poop, dude. I don't either. A cold caramel, a cold Carl is when you shit on someone who's sitting below a table, and it's a glass table, and you shit on the glass. A warm caramel is they put uh, saran wrap over their face, and hot car, hot Carl's just straight feces on your face. Is that an Urban Dictionary type thing or what? Um, it's it's yeah, it's on there, but it's apparently a true thing. Weird. Yeah, people are weird. Weird. People are weird. Okay, so can we... 49 mile, right? Yeah, let's do that. So this one, I got a Costco. And why the fuck not, right? Um, so this one comes out of San Francisco Distilling Company. So for those of you that don't know, um, San Francisco is a city in California you really don't want to live in. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's better really than Oakland. That shit's fucking expensive, dude. Yeah, it is. And it's not that nice anymore. It there, used to no. be. There's like people like it's a cool sh- town. It's a it's a sh- cool as hell town. But there's people <clears throat> sharing a one bedroom apartment for like four thousand dollars a month. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's unreal to me, dude. Yeah, completely. Wait. Um. Okay. So this one is forty nine miles straight bourbon whiskey. Forty nine miles from what? I think that's the amount of roads. I'm going to just say they have 49 miles worth of roads. No, so 49-mile bourbon commemorates San Francisco's 49-mile scenic drive from Alcatraz to Ocean Beach, from the Bay Bridge to the Golden Gate. The route connects the treasured landmarks and natural features of the San Francisco we love. I'm confused, dude. Our 49-mile <laughs> bourbon has aged for seven years. Oh, that's not bad. Seven years. It looks In dark. the rolling... Yeah, it's actually pretty dark. You can kind of see. Um... In the rolling hills and coastal fog of the northern California coast, bringing you an experience as unique as the city itself. Hopefully, it doesn't taste like homelessness. Wait, what the fuck is a 49 mile, dude? It's the road that goes to all the main points of the city. Alcatraz is an island. I think you can drive there, though. 
Is there a I think there's a there's a bridge. Alcatraz? I don't know. Uh, maybe I thought not. it was just a boat. I thought you could only get there by include boat. some nautical miles. Maybe it's like the the location of the port that you'd go to. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, I'll, I can live with that. Okay, so seven year. I got. I don't even know what the retail for this is. I got it for thirty three bucks at Costco. It's ninety proof. Ninety proof. Um, let me get this. Forty nine mile mile bourbon. It is. Oh shit! I got a great deal. It's forty nine dollars to total wine. <laughs> Hence the forty nine mile or. Like they were trying to probably Yeah, it's forty eight ninety nine, so forty nine bucks. Maybe that's what they're going for. Um so uh yeah, I don't we'll find out if it's worth the price. Oh, by the way, um, Pedro, what are you what are you doing? You pouring yourself another with the You go ahead and enjoy that. I'll Devo and I'll review this. Um He did give it a three, so <laughs> it's not bad. It doesn't taste bad. I've had worse Ooh, bourbons. Smells dude. interesting. Victor, are you going to pour yourself a glass so you can smell it, or are you going to stare at the bottle a little more? Oh, the bottle's kind of cool. It's cool. This is like kind of like, if I kind was of like... elegant? Yeah. If I was at a bar in like San Francisco, and I think, I guess it's like a, as a hotel, and like sitting on the shelf where I can see it. It's It's got a citrus, like a heavy citrus. Yes. Or, or pine. Like I it's can't It's almost decide. like a... Whether it's uh, citrus or pine, like it's I, like it's, lemon orange. Yes, that's a, that's a lot better than my pine part. But it's weird because you get like the sweetness of the the orange, but it definitely has some of that citrus. Oh, that... oh, I got I got the citrus yeah, on I, the pop. I I also got a like potpourri type potpourri. scent to it. It definitely this would make a nice uh, smelling candle for your house. Yeah, not in the bourbon way though. Ooh, if that makes sense. It doesn't smell like bourbon. It doesn't. Did I just fuck up? Should we pick a different one? God, this yeah. actually has really good reviews on Total Wine. Now, albeit there are only four, but maybe they're newer. Who knows? It is piney. Holy shit! I just got the pine. pine it's like soul. a pine slap. Pine saw is probably a good. It's very chemical. Yeah, it's very citrusy and pine. Yeah. This is intriguing. I'm curious how the, the flavor is. It smells like camping in the mountains. I can not, agree with that, Victor, on the not, on the nose. Not very San Francisco y though. It's smooth. Interesting. This is giving me Do me you a, get like a this is gonna sound weird. weird. Do you get like an oolong tea <laughs> on it? Like a weird like Asian Thanks for very flowery tea. Yes, it went like it was it's kind of a weird sweet. It's, the only other adjective that I can come up with right now is that it's soft. Okay. I was going to say airy. I, that's what I thought you were going to say. It is mellow. Cuz I tried to drink away the uh, other f- alcohol and I'm not sure if I was successful. Oh, oh fucking I- Devo. What? what do you feel soft? No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm getting potpourri on the palate now. It it there is a decent amount of flavors that are coming through. When I when I went to take that last sip, as it was as the smell hit my nose, 
I felt like I just fell into a fucking Christmas tree. <laughs> like face first, like you know, Jackass knocked style. off. Yeah. Like I was I just tripped over uh like someone's skateboard in the middle of the fucking room and I just went face first into the pine tree, the Christmas tree. I kind of like it, not like in a, like, it's not going to be a top choice, but it's a very interesting palette. It is, and, um, like, it, so when I say soft, you know, uh, for our listeners who have been listening for a while, our palettes are usually more into, like, the heavy spice or, like, either heavy anise or black pepper or, you know, has a, a decent amount of burn to it. Um, but like, it's nice and smooth. It's not like no one flavor or, or note is overpowering the other. It's definitely outside of also pine and sweet. citrus, <laughs> but, but I was meaning <laughs> no, like, I got it, you. like, it's also sweet. Like when you said oolong tea, like <clears throat> I kind of, um, thought of something a little, like if I could put, a flavor to jasmine it's like a jasmine yeah that's a great example because that's kind of what i was thinking like some sort of like tea kind of feel and it was just very it's intriguing it's it's pretty complex for being as mellow as it is i feel Mm -hmm. like there are a lot of flavors coming through and i have a feeling that it may get a better rating than it deserves because of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the pine definitely came through on the second sip. Yeah. And I, I I enjoy some pine, but like Victor said, like it does taste like you're camping. <laughs> it does. It does indeed. What do you think, Victor? I think he's looking up some research on... Uh, oh, he just looked people... up the fucking no- fla- tasting notes. The fucking <laughs> I wanted to mash see the mash bill. bill. Yeah, I did see. I pulled up the mash bill. 70% corn. That makes sense. Uh, 24 yeah. rye. Oh, wow. High rye. Well, that's a, uh, yeah. That makes sense about the pine. 6% malted barley. Okay. I do like that mash bill, though. I think you bump this up to like 115 proof, and this is a fucking great whiskey. Yeah, I like, agree. I and I think they make others. I was looking, and there was one for like ninety-two bucks at Bevmo, but it's the also same, ninety same proof. Brand? It's just a single barrel. Fuck that. <clears throat> no, if if we were able to give any type, uh, well, I'm saying we. I'm speaking for you guys. My bad. No, but I agree. I with probably you, agree. Um, like anything above one ten. With the same mash bill and same, um, this or barreling process, probably a phenomenal bourbon. Yeah, they make a gin as well. Um, I feel like more and more distilleries are starting to do that, and then they have a single barrel, but it's also 90 proof. They don't have any high proof whiskey, they they have to be new. Uh, I mean, relatively, right? Uh It's seven year. But it's got to be, let's see, so uh, about us, let's see, uh, investment opportunity, fuck off, <laughs> uh, 2014, so yeah, this yeah, is, 10 years old, yeah, um, 
But I, I feel like I've seen a lot more distilleries doing that, like especially new distilleries. Like they will do like either a gin or um, like a vodka. Yeah, you know, you know, they can. I think a lot of them use the same mash bill for the gin as they do the whiskey. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So it's it's. I think it's an easy way to start making money, and that's why they do it. Because you I, don't I have just, to age it. Oh, I mean, you have the distillation sense. process, but you don't have to age it. Uh huh. Um, Is I don't. It, oh, go ahead. Oh, just when we went to that uh, that the bottle release at uh, Broken Barrel. Yes. Um, L.A. Distillery, they had also gin. So that's fair. I think. I think the vodka market's already pretty covered and generally I think you don't you want more like there's potato vodka there's you know like it's more of like a neutral grain spirit and this is not this gin it has a little more of that rye that's why bourbon gin. tends to have the same a similar mash bill okay and that makes sense. And I, I was also thinking along the lines of, like, vodka is to, like, the goal is to party. Whereas, like, gin or bourbon, like, sipping bourbon and sipping gin is just to, like, relax and have a nice conversation type of thing. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I could agree with that. Can you guys nose it again and tell me that it doesn't smell like Christmas now? Like, I feel like the pine even comes through more. I, I feel like I got a pine needle stuck up my nose on yeah, that last... Dude, it, it's a lot of pine now. I don't hate it, though, because it is... It, like, this, to me, is a summer... Whiskey. Like summer hiking, like it's refreshing. Summer. Like it's it's not like if it's hotter out, you could drink this outside. Okay, yeah, refreshing. Without really, yeah, it's more refreshing. It's more like earthy. It's this is kind of what I would expect from a California bourbon. I can agree with that because it's like we we're kind of known for our forests. Slash forest being on fire, but it's still a forest, right? Um, and the, and it just it kind of gives me that feel. I think I think you're right, and I think this encompasses California more than Burnside. Okay. Burnside was Oregon, but yes. Oh no! But uh, sorry. Um, talking about the one we just reviewed, Redwood. N- Redwood. No. Oh, that's California too. Redwood Sonoma. That's like my oh yeah. That's like yeah. my favorite. California I think one. I think Redwood takes the takes the cake for uh, California distilleries. But I think this one encompasses like if you're wanting to taste California, this is the best new distillery I've tried. <clears throat> where this is their their like real really it's their only product. They have a single barrel, but I'm guessing. It's the same whiskey. It's MGP. Is it? Yeah, but they they barrel and age it in California. Why the fuck are they called That's the crazy. distillery? Um, but I was. Did you also, see that? 
online. I, I was also thinking of uh, it says MGP distills it and then they bottle and barrel it in California. Oh well, fuck these guys. <laughs> um, I like it I, still though. I, I I like it a lot. I um, I used to think in my head like after reading that I was kind of like oh I thought MGP all tastes the same and, and it's definitely different flavors. It is. Than I'm used to. So whatever whatever they're doing, um, they're doing I a good like job. It. Keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Rob, the one that I'm thinking of that that was also in California or based out of California, um, they gave us uh, 375s, and I I, uh, I thought it was oh, Burnside, but it yeah, wasn't. No, Burnside. it's uh, bespoken. Thank you. Yes, I knew it started with a B. So that was my fault. Yeah, so they distill their own, but they have a proprietary way of aging. Right, right, right. They were fine. It just wasn't like the greatest thing I've ever had. It's good in a bind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it, it's it tastes like bourbon. It just doesn't they didn't there wasn't anything like that was game changing about it. It, it, it was, was interesting. Interest interesting way of aging it. Well, we don't even can- know the way. Well, but they said at least six months or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. They they pressurize it, I believe. So, but um, I kind of want to jump in. Yeah, I'll, please do. I'll give mine. Uh, I think it's going to be hard for me to not pour the rest of this bottle because I do want Ariana to try it. Um, okay. So th- this one's. I can give you more if you want, or you can try and get a. Or I can pick up a bottle at Costco for you if you want it. I if it's still there, I'll let you know. Okay. Um it for me it's like a high four point two five, four point five. Interesting. I like it. Um so uh what is that? Like a four point three three seven five? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, that's where I wanna land with it because like I can see myself pouring this into a cocktail. So it's versatile. You could. You could. Um, I think the earthiness would actually pull through interestingly in a uh, old-fashioned. Their, yeah, definitely. Their website specifically has an old-fashioned cocktail kit. I saw that, yeah. Those kits are weird, but yeah. What, what is the <laughs> It's like, I think it's generally dried. So like your bitters and sugar and everything are in like a dried cube, and then you toss it in, and then you mix it with water or something. And... and Devos talk about being gin and gin and whiskeys are separate. This distillery says that they only have a gin and whiskey. Yeah. So um, they're definitely, I think, like Devo said, that's their audience that they're pushing for. Yeah. And uh, so, what what did you pay for this? Oh, you said that it was thirty three bucks. It was. But it was forty eight at uh, forty five on their website, forty nine at Total Wine. I think that's fair. I think that's. <clears throat> I think that's fairly priced. Forty five, forty nine. Yeah, we'll just say fifty. We'll just round it. Fifty is fair. Fifty, I think, is fair. But I probably would still pay for like sixty if I saw it. Okay, just because just I just say grab a bottle. Yeah. It's very unique. It's very unique Um, and it's good unique, which is odd because a lot of times unique falls flat. And I will say it's on the dangerous side in terms of. Oh, yeah. It's Diva Pour certified. 
Oh, dude, you can get I, fucked I could, up on this. I could play COD all day with this. Oh, for sure. <laughs> the good thing is, like, it, it is mellower, but it's 90 proof. So you could drink this. And like, it has a, a, a substantial amount of flavor. It does. And they come through pretty, like, you know how sometimes you have a whiskey and it's like, we can't pick out the fucking flavors? Because there's like they just blend so well. This this doesn't necessarily blend really well, but all the flavors stand out pretty prominently. You have the citrus, mm-hmm. you have the pine. I don't get really those are the two things that I get the most of. Not like if you gave this sweet. to me, I wouldn't think it was a bourbon. But not in a bad way. I can agree with you. I think it it almost hangs a little bit more towards uh rye in terms of the finish. But Yeah. Um because the finish is definitely more piney, um, and the sweet is like fleeting, like it's there, but it's you can't really pick up on whether it's like a caramel or or a brown sugar or anything like that. It's um, it's and there's enough sweetness to satisfy. Is it almost the a sweet tea finish? Like green tea? No, like sweet tea. Like what you get down like, in the south. No, I think it's closer to like a green tea. Yes. Green tea with yes. ginseng. Yes. See, I don't I don't get yes. it as much that way. But I know, I'm sitting here the... with it lingering on my palate. You said green tea and it, it just clicked. It, like the Arizona yeah. green tea with gin- yeah. ginseng or whatever it's called. Fair. What do you got, Victor? Uh, this is like the most difficult review. Is this a good switch up from the last one? Uh, I don't know, dude. Okay, well, you have you have what twenty options? Yeah, I do have. Is it twenty? Yeah, twenty-one options technically, if you include zero. Or as Victor said, scratch. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna four point seven five. Wow. I'll, I'm going to grab a bottle. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Even if they don't have it at uh, Costco? Yeah, I'd pay 50 bucks. I think this like fits my, my palate. I think okay. I like the earthy, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of Rendezvous, and I love Rendezvous. Okay. But it's different flavors. It's a total different yeah. flavor. And I don't know. I, I like it. it. It tastes good. Like, it, it's hard, like... I think I've tried a lot of bourbons where it's like, ah, this is cool. Okay, I got to finish the bottle. Okay. And like, there's a few bourbons on my shelf where I'm like, this this tastes good. Like, this is tasty to me. Okay, fair enough. And I think it hits the point. And when I say it was hard, like, I don't think it's a five, but I think it's pretty close. Okay. Like, for me to just have, always have a bottle in there. like I, That's it, fair. So do you think it was at a higher proof? It'd be a higher rating? Or do you think the higher? I think proof you put would... this at one hundred and five, hundred and ten proof. He gives it a five. No you question. think so? Yeah. And like, I don't know. There's a there's a couple of bottles where like I'm gonna keep going and I'm gonna keep going and I can see myself buying this bottle and killing it in two days. I could see that. A we- my weekend bottle, and especially a what was it? Oceans that you killed? I in killed two oceans days? in two uh, a day and a half. I would say. <laughs> but that, <laughs> and that a day was, and a half that, was like the night and that then one the morning after <laughs> but this is better than ocean i think i don't know I that's can, fair 
If I go to Costco and it, I see it at how much you say? I think 30. I paid thirty three bucks for it. I'm gonna grab two bottles. Fair. And okay. I just, just think it's just missing the. Uh, the it don't, you say that, and I'm gonna watch me grab three or four <laughs> or four, but. Hey, like if Diva, you see it before Rob, tell me. <laughs> but but it's like Diva said, like I can sit down, I can play video games, I'll I'll enjoy a glass and I'll go grab another one. It's definitely versatile. There's definitely times where I'm sitting down playing video games with you guys and I'm like, fuck, dude, we're between matches. Let me kill this glass and grab another one. And this is definitely like No, the glass is gonna be done before the match ends. And I'm going to be eager to grab. Does that make sense? Am I yeah, no, myself? Yeah, no, it's, absolutely, absolutely. Like you're excited for the next glass. Yeah, I'm like, cool. I'm done. Like, let's get this match over with, so I can get out of the glass. It's not like the match is over. Let me fucking chug. So, I can... yeah, that's fair. It does go down easy now. So, because this is an easier sipper, right? Like, it's not harsh. Yeah. It's not. There's a lot. There's a lot of good flavor in it. But it's not harsh, so that's why I'm saying it's an easier sipper. Do you think this is more of a gateway or more of a nice change up on bourbon? Nice change up. I agree. I just thought like because when we say like it's mellower, it has like these flavors that generally make it easier to get into bourbon. I don't think this is necessarily something that would make it easy for someone to get into bourbon. But I think it's a really good change up. Definitely. Like, you're not always going to reach for it, but you're going to be like, oh, that sounds kind of good. I'm going to Costco tomorrow. I'm going to give it a 4.25. Worst rating in the group. But it's not because it's bad. I just think it's it's not completely to my palate, but I think I'm the bourbon drinker of the group. You guys are dry drinkers. But I'm I'm going to say this, and I 100% agree with that rating. Okay. But... If you've listened to the podcast and you agree with my palate, yeah, this is a four point seven five. Absolutely. As a general rating, I'd probably give you give it the same rating as you. Well, and that's that's the good thing about having three different profiles, right? Like, I feel like Victor, you've probably ch- well, Devo's changed a good amount. I've changed. We've all changed, but I think you've gone the most from bourbon to rye. In the short, like you've Especially made the biggest change with old tub being your was your like go to always like grabbing tub. It's fucking gross, dude. It kind of is <laughs> a, a little weird. There. I mean, it's not bad. It's just it's very peanutty. But it so is, is the the Jim Beam lineups peanutty. But I like Jim Beam. I like the lineup. Yeah, I, I'm a big Jim Beam fan. That's why I'm a knob fan. Yeah, yeah. Slob on the knob. Some guys like to slob on the knob. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's very good. I think the price is warranted. I am su- surprised they didn't mention that it came from MGP. MGP or Indiana? Especially uh, I'm a little shocked because they literally say San Francisco Distilling Co. Yeah, it does. But the, the And I would have expected I honestly and maybe this is this I shouldn't hold it this way. I felt like I was a little misled. And maybe it was a four point five if they made it. You would have put it at a four point five if they made it? 
Like if they distilled it themselves. I would have expected it be higher if they distilled it because it's, it's they're still young, right? Like we're talking about uh or was that Katie? Uh I, in terms I'm not of sure. 2014. But 2014 was them. But here, here's my argument to that. Like I I sit down and I I conversed with the regular peasant folks of the world. When I say regular peasant folks, I I mean the non bourbon snobs. Okay. I love to talk about how like the weather changes like the barrels and yeah. So and I get that. Essentially MGP made this, but it's at in a barrel in, you know, North California and, and it's different and it's it's not hot Texas. It's not humid, you know, Midwest. It's Yeah. No, you're right. I get that. It's California. I get that. And Completely. I think and I love that like us being this like hipster kind of bougie democratic state has something to offer. I think that's cool. Dude. It's definitely one of the better offerings, but <laughs> like, I cannot keep I cannot put them at the same level that I put and I like Redwood Empire or even uh Sonoma distilling. I'm pretty sure Sonoma, I swear to God, if Sonoma doesn't distill their own, I'm going to be mad. But you can't put them at the same level because they don't make their own, and I, in my opinion. But, I, you I know, I, I sit down in, with my whiskey snobs, and they're just kind of like, you, know, you can't distill, you can't distribute, you can't sell. Does that fall into the... The purest the, of it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe. See, and I agree with you. Maybe if it was, like, in my head, too, maybe if it was, like, self-made, self-distilled, I'd give it a five. I just feel a little misled by the bottle, right? Like, if you're not making your own bourbon. Don't call yourself a distillery. I agree. Yeah. And I get early on it's tough, but. But maybe they make their own gin. Like, it could be. <laughs> if you make your own gin, just make your own fucking bourbon. Well, maybe Diva's right. Maybe it was a. Hey, let's. We're a gin company. Okay, now we're expanding into bourbon and we're testing the waters and we're going to give it cheap to Costco. Just. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to grab two bottles. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll order. I think you should. Maybe I'll order the single barrel. I, it's 90 I, bucks, dude. Uh, I poured yeah. I poured the rest in. Yeah. So sorry, Ariana. So, yeah. You need Deepo, um, if I go to Costco tomorrow, you want me to grab you a bottle? Absolutely, that's that's also why I was like, I'm just gonna pour the rest because that's why I gave it. That's why I gave it a four point seven five. Like we're talking about, like let's all get a fucking bottle, dude. No, it's definitely a good one. I don't think it's a bad purchase by any means. I think any bourbon drinker or almost any bourbon drinker would like this. Because, like you said, it it is definitely a nice, like. alternative but it's it, it's still a bourbon you know what i mean yeah but like at, at the same time like i i keep mentioning this but robert was always like oh you know i got bourbons that don't taste like bourbon just to have different and those are okay like foggy burl was in that in that mix and foggy burl was 110 dollars, and it was it's oh it's good yeah good to okay this is this is good. I think this is and it's it's fucking thirty five dollars. Like, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a great bottle. I think it's worthy of a purchase. I'm gonna pour another glass. Yeah, feel free. Um, it's 
Oh, it smells like fucking. Christmas. I'll be honest. <laughs> I wouldn't have bought this if it wasn't at Costco. <laughs> you no, know, if it was on the shelf at Total Wine and you saw yeah, it for fifty, completely. I think that was. I I don't think. So here's the good thing about if you're a newer distillery selling through Costco for limited time, right? Mm-hmm. Is you're going to. It's kind of like couponing, right? But not actually having couponing. Because people buy it at Costco, they don't expect the same price at the grocery store or a liquor store. Or a liquor store, yeah. So you sell it at Costco. People buy it because they have like five different bourbons. They're like, oh, fuck it. You know, I'm at Costco. I, I don't get out much because I have to, you know, go shop for my kids, dot, dot, dot. You know what I mean? Like a shop for household things. I'm working a lot. I'm not getting out to the the liquor stores to go check stuff out. So you buy it. Then you like it. Well, now you're sold. Costco's only going to have it for a limited time. And then you go look for it, and it's $45, 50 at Total Wine. You're like, okay, cool. I can get it. And now that you've had it and you like it, now you're willing to pay 50 bucks. Yeah. But if it was on the shelf for 50 bucks. I don't think you're going to get as many people buying it. Yeah, Yeah. you might go towards... That's that's the beauty, and that's the marketing, and that's the game of business. No, I I agree. I think it's a great move. And I I think in in my head, like, it's like you said, like, if I... When I go to BevMo, I'm like, fuck, dude, there's so much selection, and it's so... I'm probably going to grab trash. Yeah. And, but I'm at Costco... I feel a little bit better. I'm like, I'm going to get my bang for my buck at the least. At the bare minimum. Yes. I'm going to get what I paid for. I'm not going to buy a fucking $80 bottle that tastes like a $40 bottle. There are the rare occurrences, but yes, I agree. I think you're, you're generally getting a better deal. So there's less risk buying it at Costco. And the whole, I know you want to say better deal at Costco. I don't think I get a better deal at Costco. I think I get a fair price. Which in today's bourbon market is a better deal. Fair enough. I yeah. agree. Yeah. That's my only argument there. But yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think, I think they did a good job putting it in at Costco. I don't know if it was a fluke. Because Costco either gets your regulars like your your regular where they carry it year round and there's really not that much of a deal on it, right? So you're like your Knob Creek, your Bullet, your Bullet Bourbon Rye, you know, you get Jack Jim and you could buy it at the grocery store for about the same price, maybe a little more, but not saving a whole lot. Right, but I will hold off and me being a Knob guy, I will hold off um, buying Knob Creek at like... Bevmo because they're like ten dollars more than what it is at Costco. Bevmo has some weird pricing from time to time. I agree. Like I sometimes agree. they have like really good deals, but other times I swear they upcharge they increase their price to make up for the coupons that they send. Yes. Because you get like ten dollars off seventy-five dollars. Well, there's your ten dollar more you know what i mean like it, i think they do that a lot but i also think bevmo's more wine and beer than they are hard alcohol i think you're right i think you're right because the last time that i bought four roses single barrel um i got it f- 
for like cheap. I think I got it for like 60 bucks or something like that. Um, and I feel like that was cheap mainly because, um, my father-in-law was like, Oh, I, I saw that it was like 110. I was like, Oh, that's not what I paid, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll happen. I mean, we've had bottles where we got, well, we now know, like, if you don't know if a price is fair, you can text me. I, I have people that we can, we text where it's like, I've never seen this bottle. What's the going rate, right? So we've been around whiskey long enough to know, like, what a good deal and a bad deal is. That's why I picked it up, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this, this definitely, this whiskey hit the spot. I'm happy. It was a good change from the other because I, <laughs> I, as you can tell, we had a 20 minute review on the other and we had a 40 minute review on this. So much better whiskey, better conversation starter or conversation starter slash continuer. Um, you could sit around mm. the sit around with this and I don't know if I'd have it with like a cigar. No, but but uh, I think you could sit around and just chill with this and just have a good time. The three of us are hanging out. We're just shooting the shit. And we kill a bottle, like no big deal. And you yeah. don't feel bad at the no. even at the fifty dollar price point. No, you don't feel bad about it. No, and the eighty dollar price point, I'm like the ninety, the ninety. Ooh, you got to be a homie. You got to be a bourbon drinker for me to bring out that bottle. I don't even. I'm scared. I like this one, and I I don't know. Can it get that much better being a single barrel at ninety proof? I'm very hesitant saying, yeah, go for it at twice the price. I think you just stick with this, wait for them to come out with something higher proof, and you don't mess with the single barrel. Agreed. Oh, if they're not distilling it, does distilling it, does the single barrel matter? matter? Yes and no. Single barrels are always tough. Small batch is always more consistent than single barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, because you have a bunch of barrels going together and they eventually kind of like the, the same outcast part of the kind and... of, well, there, yeah, there's that, but you also have like the outcast, right? Like you'll get good and bad barrels that get put together and they make a good barrel, right? Because it, it blends out. Yeah. But in a single barrel, you could get a bad barrel. <laughs> oh yeah. I the wilderness trail. I don't think Victor was on for that one, but no. Yeah. The store pick. Yeah. Bevmo? The store pick though? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good. Bevmo the, doesn't do good store picks. I had the wilderness I like the Was it a yellow label? I had yep. a wilderness trail the gray from the, labels the one from you're the Vegas rush, from the Vegas liquor store. I think I have one right here. I have the family wait, is that the right one? Yeah, the family. Yeah, right there. I like right that one a lot, dude. I, I've had non bourbon drinkers yeah. come over and the gray I, label? No, the uh I had the a yellow the the store pick from the Vegas location. Oh, liquor lineup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the rye. Yeah. I, I had the rye's good. I had non whiskey drinkers be like, this is pretty good. Shit, we killed that that rye bottle that I had was been has been gone for a long time. But no, uh Victor I, I was talking about uh I had a black label and was it black? Yeah. I thought it was gr- gray. It was black and yellow. It was black okay. and yellow. Thank uh, God. The Pittsburgh it, label? Yeah, it yeah. was it was it was not not good. Not a good time. Not a good time. Speaking well, I didn't of not expect. A good time. I did not expect this episode, or the second review, to go so long. But we did want to touch on a topic. It's not going to be as long now, but 
we'll touch on it. Maybe next week we'll reconvene because there will be a new episode out next week. See if there's any more crazy bullshit. So right now, these motherfuckers have basically started living together. If you haven't figured out what we're talking oh. about. Love is blind. Oh, I don't you, think I could ever don't judge us. Day. Don't For judge sure. us. You know, it's just one of those things. And if you follow social media, that's like 90% why I started watching this season with my fiance. That's crazy. Because I, I think that's why Ariana like actually <laughs> pointed it out to, to watch it. Because she didn't want to watch like the last three seasons. Yeah, there was nothing exciting like coming out. But this season, you have the drama with the dude with the big forehead, Jimmy. Uh, I fucking hate. Jimmy. Oh, he does. Yeah. Who, he does who have said a big he? Forehead. Yeah. Can we just uh, say he just when you said big forehead, I thought of uh, Trevor Chelsea? as well. Oh, Trevor. Yeah, he did mullet. Yeah, yeah. I like Trevor. So, Trevor seemed cool, he but seemed he cool. he was he was in a relationship when he joined this show. That was Trevor. What? Trevor was in a relationship, and he talked to his fiance. Said he wanted like he had a chance. He got asked to go on the show. He had a chance to go on the show and be on Netflix. And they're like, okay, and then they like kind of like broke up because of it. I would assume that to but be. But they the didn't case, break up it? before. Like they were planning on sticking together. I guess they weren't super serious. Goodness. And then yeah, there's a bunch of and part. then uh, uh fuck, what's the the skinny, kind of shorter looking dude? The uh, Johnny? Is it Johnny? Is he the one with the red Puerto hair? Rican chick? Yeah, red hair. Yeah, so apparently he was engaged six weeks prior to going on the show. What? And the engagement fell through and they sold their house a week before the show started. Oh, that's why he was flipping out about the finances. Probably. So there was like a bunch of... This season had the most drama. I swear to God. And then, so... Because, see, like, I I was going to say that uh, the KD was a lot like um, the Kenneth and Brittany uh, duo. Dude, that was fucking weird. Dry and weird and, like... And... So if you guys don't know, Kenneth and Brittany, it's a black guy who's a 25-year-old middle school principal, principal. which how the fuck did that happen? He Dude. doesn't look 25. No, but she's like a bombshell. Like, like she's he, he was a worship leader or is a worship leader. Yeah, and they all connected because of God and then and then you leave the pods, and then God no longer God really cares about race afterward. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little racist. She was way out of his league. She was fucking perfect for him. Absolutely, she was so fucking like cool, and was like, I don't care what fucking color your skin is, and like, I'll fucking like I'll be down to the drama that comes with interracial relationships. Yes. And I don't think he could handle she was a white girl. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched and you're watching and trying to catch up, just pause Obviously the episode not, and yeah. come back. It's been a while. She was the TV. one that said she couldn't do it. Yeah. It was her? I it was, it was her. Yeah. She, said, she no. said that she just didn't feel that intimate connection with him. Oh, because no, no, was, no. And, but I think being... he was pushing away because he didn't. <laughs> He couldn't handle it. 
No, they had a conversation where they were saying she was saying it was because the final it, conversation. Really. The whole thing was God, right? Like their whole relationship was God. Like a lot of it was, right? Mm-hmm. And she said she wanted to have the temptation, but no, she couldn't do it. She didn't feel like she ever had that temptation. Like she said, the she never had the of, lust. Yeah, she she had the cliche thing of um, thinking that he was a an amazing dude. Um, perfect guy, but at the same time, she doesn't have that desire for him. I took it totally the, the different way. Yeah, and he was like totally cool with it, which I think on this kind of show you kind of have to be prepared. But, it, but at the same time, he, in Victor's defense, he was very aloof once they got back home. Yeah, I thought she didn't have the lust because he didn't open up to have the lust. No, like he was so standoff. Like I I was gonna say, like he he gave her no intimacy, so she didn't have the. That could be like he he like he didn't touch her. Yeah, in a intimate way, or or like, um, because he said that normally girls say that he's too affectionate. But in the show, he wasn't showing any affection at all. Yeah, I think she was like, well, I, I. I want to be into you, but you don't show me affection for me to get there. Does anybody else have a hard time understanding how these people have had so many exes or dated so many people and they're like 25 fucking years old? It's that numbers. Are you talking about like the, the it just doesn't make sense thing. Not nothing against that guy, Kenneth, but it just doesn't seem like he was dating chicks. Like, especially if he's as religious as he is, he's not just Dating, dating, dating. He could have been. He could have been. I, I think that's the major flaw with this show, right? Is that this isn't like... I think if they do somebody in their late 30s, I think they'd have a more successful show. But nobody wants to see a bunch of people in their late 30s fucking date, dude. Like, that just... I don't think I don't that's know. entertaining. I, I don't know. Watching Laura and Jeremy go at it was... Laura and Jeremy. Fuck. They uh, were the they were two big personalities. Oh, yeah, yeah the, 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 their issue was they were both really big personalities, and they some, they needed somebody passive in the relationship. Yeah. I she loved wasn't when put up with this shit. And she wasn't put up with this shit. Go I live, loved when Laura called him out that she was like, "You uh, you were with Sarah Ann the whole night," and he's like, "Uh, no, we went to the bar," and I'm like, and she's like. No, you don't share your fucking location with me and expect me not to ever look. Like, I <laughs> knew exactly where you were in the bars on the opposite side of fucking town, you dipshit. <laughs> well, so I heard, so like, and like that, that's how the season ended, or that's how the episode, the ended. episode ended. But they were saying that he shared his location, left his phone in the car, but his Apple Watch kept his location on. That's fucking oh, hilarious. Dang. So that's why he, why he thought he was in the clear. Yeah. So I left my what a dipshit. I left my phone in the car at the bar, but I went to her house and my Apple Watch shared my actual location. Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> that's hilarious. Actually, <laughs> there was someone who worked at the bar. I think it's called Lost and Found. Is where he said they went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's someone who worked at the bar and was like. Dude, how could you have par- stayed here and sat in the parking lot? There are five fucking parking spots in this <laughs> this area, and they would have all been taken by workers. So where the fuck were you sitting in the parking lot? 
And then he said, oh, we're in the alley behind. And she like walked around the whole place. She's like, there's nowhere to fucking park over here. (laughs) And I feel Um, like that's how this whole season has been. It's been like people like disproving everything. Well, I I would like to say um, like the Jimmy Chelsea situation. Jimmy with the the five head. Um, Yeah. But turns out to be like a good dude. Like. Um, in the pods, like I, I was thinking, I like, Jimmy. oh, this guy's. I a, hate Jimmy. A dude, I disagree. Do you guys get the I, vibe? No, I, that... I said that, like, I, I thought he was a douche, but I still think he's a douche. I, I oh, he's a good dude. He's he, he turned out to be a good dude. Oh, I don't think he's a good dude. Then why? Because he has uh, two best friends that are girls. I think he's. I don't know. Keep going, Diva. I'll, I'll, I'll... Talking about Jimmy, does he not remind us all of someone that we used to know and work with? Are you talking about someone that um, has blonde hair and blue eyes? If it, if it wasn't for him, you and Victor could have been best friends. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's what I figured yeah. you were talking about. Yeah. Um, personality, maybe. I swear the look gives me him, too. Even though it's not like yeah, complete, possibly. but the look, they, yeah, it's possibly. like, ah, shit. Possibly. Um, but what, like, Chelsea's crazy, dude. She was a little bipolar. Now, the hard part about that show is every time there was a crazy fight, it was always when everyone was fucking drinking. Yeah. Every yeah, time. So, That's because true. every time the next day they're like, oh, sorry, I didn't see that. But drinking, there was no way they were going to see that. Well, okay, Victor. Uh, if Jimmy's not a good dude, the fact that he pointed out that AD was a good-looking woman and he was talking to her, saying that she was so lucky to be with Clay and everything, like, was that the part where you were like, no, he he's a douche? Dude, he was looking her Chelsea up and her- down right in front of Chelsea. I mean, there is that, but he, like he, he was also he, drunk at that time. He, too. Okay, I'm gonna fucking say it. He only picked Chelsea because he thought she looked like Megan Fox. I agree with that. He didn't. He but... he. When she came out and ran to him, he did not get on down on one knee and proposed. That's he a good sat point. his ass on the bench and talked about it. It's a good point. Now, in her defense, from the bottom lip up, she looked. She had the look of old Megan Fox. Yeah, no, I, I agree. She, they got the eyes. Chin's just elongated. But in the whole fucking e- in the in the episode where she brings that up, all she said was, "People say that about me because I have brown hair and blue eyes." She didn't say because I have the same body because I have. But I, I felt like he was showing more affection and everything. No, no. Well, she. I mean, I think she. I think she's, she's needy, needy and crazy. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I, I don't think he was into it. I don't think. He, but at the same I don't time, think a lot of people are. I'll defend it. You need to go into the show assuming whoever you pick, you're not going to find them physically attractive. Like you have to have that mentality. That's the point of the show, right? But I like, think they, they, they don't. And I think when you finally. At 25 years old, like it's a different mentality than we do today. Well, I think there he was he was 27, she was that then she was 30, right? That, yeah, I found that interesting is that most of the relationships the woman was uh older. So, and then too, <laughs> because it's all talk, right? So she said so, she looked like Megan Fox. 
He said he looked like Christian McCaffrey, which is a load of fucking shit. Did he really? Yeah, I he don't said he looked. And they no, cut, it wasn't on. It wasn't they cut on the it show. out because she didn't know who he who CMC was. Yeah, <laughs> so they said it was an awkward conversation, so it got cut out of the show. She looks more like Megan Fox than he looks like Christian yeah, McCaffrey. I agree. <laughs> I agree. She That's has funny. she has Megan Fox features. In the face, the rest of the body does not look like Megan Fox. Well, and, I, th- I thought it was funny that uh, when she said, like, oh, what was the first thing that you, like, uh, noticed on me or whatever when you first saw me? Yeah, big goes, boobs. No, he said uh, teeth. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Said he teeth. said he said eyes and teeth. He, he's like, he first said something like, oh, goes, I'll, uh, I'll give the politically correct version. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he was like, people might find this as a diss. Didn't he say that? I don't. It's something like that. Some of the shit people might not take this the right way. Yeah, we have nice square teeth. Something like that. (laughs) Or something. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, man, I think he's a tool, dude. I don't think I don't think he fell for her because she looked like Megan Fox, but because she was consoling him when Jessica was not a consoling person. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I think Jessica was Jessica's crazy a better fit for him. Yes. In terms of Oh, looks, no. Hell no. Or, he said no. he likes to lead. You're never no, going to be able no, to lead he, Jessica. He, no, he's a tool, and he 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 needs a woman to whip him. I, that's what I think. I think he needs that, but I don't think he ever went for that. And I I just don't think that as a... I, I, wouldn't, I have no problem if I ever something happened to my wife dating somebody with a kid. But I can't marry fucking someone with a kid blind. That's just, that's, that's like a no that's a go fair for me. comment. Yeah, it's not blind, and that, dude. And that's I can't. How, that's how I looked at it too. Like, yeah, that was that was I understood a tough it. One. I understood it. She was, and she showed her true colors when she's like, "You're gonna fucking see, and you're gonna need an EpiPen for because you're gonna stop breathing when you see me, and basically when you see her, right? Like when you compare the two of us, you need a fucking EpiPen." And I think there's there's the argument you have like two. She arguments. was desperate. You have Je- a, Jessica was desperate. Okay, is that a red flag to you? When a hot woman a, gets desperate, and that's and a fucking red flag. No, she's at a weird time, right? She's twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty eight, and she has a kid. And you still have a lot of single guys at twenty seven, twenty eight, but they want their own kid. They don't want someone else's kid. That's already ten years old. I think. I think yeah, she. I think, if yeah, if she was thirty-two, right. I, I think it'd be a different I if, story. I think you if expect that. I think if Jessica's uh, daughter was younger, I think it wouldn't have been as much of a problem. I think it was still a problem. I think no, because he's like, "Oh, what's your normal day like?" And but I can like, see what you're saying. She's like, "I wake up, I get my daughter ready for school, I go to work, I pick my daughter up, I hang out." And to me, I'm like, "Okay, when are you going to be in a marriage?" A new marriage. A new marriage with yeah. somebody you've never... And even the whole AD and Clay thing where she's like, well, he don't come home. And I'm like, you're marrying somebody in fucking two weeks. Why are you not spending every fucking ounce of time with them? Yeah, that was a whole weird relationship. That is, like, you that got two weeks to, like, make sure you're fucking comfortable with this. Like, why you... But I, but, I get it. But as, he, as Clay's a man, also showing like, "Hey, this is this is my life. Like, this is what I do." But as a man, like that transition was a tough transition for a woman too. But like, as being like a single guy 
and having every night to myself to do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, and then someone's controlling you. And now somebody's living with me, and like, okay, now I have to take somebody else's life into consideration. That's a transition. Yeah. And I think it's harder for somebody in their mid-20s to make that transition. Like you said, somebody at 32. I think it's hard to be in a relationship with someone that you care about and to make that step into living with them. Get alone, do this with somebody you just fucking met. And you didn't see, and all you did was talk to, right? So basically, you're at the equivalent of texting through or messaging through AOL Instant Messenger to a random person, except you can hear their voice. Yeah. It's not even like Bumble, because at least Bumble, you can see them, or Tinder, you can see them. You literally have not, never seen this person. Okay, okay, I'm gonna. Might sound really weird though. If I was on the show, I think I'd be fucking Matthew. Dude, that guy. I, so I had a hard time with Matthew. I felt like he was the biggest prick in the world. Yeah, but like, if I'm going into this and I'm gonna marry somebody in a few weeks, I'm gonna have a fucking list. I'm gonna have a hundred fucking questions to ask somebody for sure. Oh, like, you're talking about the. See, I thought he was. Um, the quote unquote spy the spy yeah because elaborate like, uh ad was between matthew and clay right Correct. and the other spy was uh matthew's like equivalent the girl that uh i don't think he she was with was she with clay i think so I think it, it had to be, uh, or plant. What does Sorry, spy plant. mean, dude? Plant, like meaning, like oh, we're making sure that Ad and Clay get together, but we need to create drama. So I get you now. Okay, I get it. Can I just say that all of these people are more shallow than? I mean, I think this <sighs> is the first season where they've talked about appearance. Before they left the pod. Bro, how do you not know? How do you go onto a show where it's blind, right? And you clearly are talking to a white person. And then afterward, you're like, I don't know if my family's going to like you because you're white. Like, how do you just realize that after you proposed to someone? I I think that happened in season three or four. I think there were couple examples of it yes but and i'm not saying i'm always right about voice right i think the most distinct are white and black right they're the easiest to tell maybe you could get some like some inner mixings but they're gonna slip up and you'll be like oh they're black right or they're white they said that a little too country for me even though they're from Especially LA. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like uh, Johnny too. Yeah, Johnny's I, for, for sure white. <laughs> yeah, How but wasn't Britney was Britney was very much like you sound like a bigger bigger black guy. Yeah. She very much was like just by the sound of his voice. And he proposed to her and then he's like, I don't know if my family or friends are gonna approve of you because you're white. But she would sound very much like, let's go for this ride. I'm down. Yeah, she did. But I don't like, how can you Since propose to someone? 
How can I, you I propose think... to someone? And then after you've proposed, be like, I don't know if they're going to like you. Why didn't you just kick them out before that? I, I because think... the whole point is no, no visual. And you're just going to love the person for who they are. And then the real world kicks in. It's just, it's a complete like smoke show. But I think I think Netflix created a fucking smoke show this season. They did. I think and they like, did it on purpose. This is their last their their last go around to like see can we do another season to revive the show. Yeah, because there was a lot of like, hey, we know what happens before, like like you you I don't know what the fuck to call it. You get this chunk of episode, uh-huh. right? Whatever these trailer. No, like you, we get how many episodes? Like three at a time. Four. At oh, time? it's like two at a time. Yeah, right. But I think you got like four to start, and then it's two at a time. But you knew what hap- happens before, like you, the season even airs. Oh, so you're saying it's like kaleidoscope? And yeah, <laughs> kind of like kaleidoscope. <laughs> but they were saying like you can go on social media and see who's together or who's not together. Yeah, and that there was a lot of like leakage of information. But I think. I think it was on purpose. Like you said, it, it was by design. Like, yeah. let's stir the pot so they come watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's very dramatic. It's very... And then, and I'm kind of stepping back, but I heard if you don't make it to the altar, like, you, you Netflix, like, punishes you. Really? Uh, There was, in the last season or the season before... Um, there were couples that made it to the altar, said I do's. It's just that they were not, there was no drama with them. So uh, they didn't air it. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? So like, I think it was, uh, last season. I think, I, I think it was last season. Um, it was like big country guy. Um, and like, uh, I don't, I don't know how to describe her, but um, like they meshed perfectly, but at the same time they didn't have enough uh drama to make it interesting, so they didn't air them. It was just too good. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like the the Johnny Amy situation, like even Ariana was like, "Oh, you know, like they just seem like they're a perfect match." I have a feeling they're gonna one of them is gonna say no. Ah, I see what you're saying. So, like the yeah, who's a perfect match? Uh, Johnny and Amy. So uh, which, which, the red redhead kid with uh, redhead dude with uh, the Latina. Oh, the Puerto Rican chick. Yeah. Oh, the long haired guy. Yeah, right. but she don't want to go on birth control. And he wants to smash raw dog. I know. I thought that was. Ariana and I interesting were both. One. We're we're also saying that like, why don't you just use a condom, dude? Like, why why are you going all yeah. crazy? Uh, so. Go ahead, Victor. You know how, how we were talking about how that guy looks like somebody. Yeah, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, Jimmy. They they were a very weird situation like that. Absolutely. Where they were like, like one form of protection wasn't enough. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think that's... I don't know. Well... I thought it was funny too because birth control, I think, has a lower, has a higher chance of, is it contraception? Mm -hmm. Conception? Contraception, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Than a condom does. <laughs> and he was very afraid of getting someone pregnant. Right. And, and he wanted to not, he wanted to dip his, you know, his Johnson in the, the holy water. Interesting way of putting it, but I thought, right. you know, we just keep it religious for Kenneth. <laughs> okay. I don't know, but I think this is a good point to end it and go to part two next week. So oh, if you God, are interested, because it, it will be, because uh, it'll be two, two more episodes. That, yeah. Two, get two another more episodes two, fucking hour and a half of this shit. This is that it's shit that I can't. Episodes at a time? Yeah. This is the yeah. shit that I struggle with, right? Because it's so, it just pulls you in. You're like, yeah, but I last, don't want to fucking watch this, but I need to. The last two episodes were boring. They I were, they but were boring. The, these next two, you have the, the fucking, like, it's the next step, right? And then I think the marriage starts on the second episode. Um, or the, yeah, oh no, like, next episode, they all meet. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking snake Netflix. Dude. Bro. They did that shit on dude, purpose, yeah. dude. And then we're going to see, like, part two of them meeting. So, like, the... the Jessica fucking, part of uh, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, when they apparently... They made it appear that Jimmy and Jessica fucked. Yeah. Because of the fucking... Ch- Chelsea was Chelsea's just going crazy. off yeah, the she's rails. A little, yeah, she needs to stop drinking. Absolutely. Yeah, she needs... She really does. I mean, I, they're plenty of examples of me needing to stop drinking early in my in my mid 20s but i uh it's like the the time that you crawled out a window yeah fuck it, yeah that was a good story <laughs> as for another time and it'll be shared with patrons only so if you want to become <laughs> a patron uh hop over to patreon.com forward slash whiskey biz podcast and join any any of the five dollar and over tiers and we'll add you to our Three dollars and over get you any episodes that we've done on Patreon exclusively. So I think there are like twenty five episodes now. Um, but if you do the five dollars and over, well, we have the bi monthly meet and meetups. I say meet and greets, but yeah, unless you're new, it's if you're new, it's a meet and greet. If you're not new, then it's a meetup, right? Like we we know you guys already. So um, and then we we shoot out like. We have text groups where we just talk about whiskey and random shit. We all just, we're just kind of a, yeah, it's a fun you, group. You want to hear me drunk? T- you yeah. Me and drunk if t- you, <laughs> if you want to see the drunk equivalent text. of uh, love is blind in text message, join I'll, Patreon and you'll see fucking Victor's drunk, love is blind text message. I'll drunk text you. Yeah. Once a week. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a like fucking a cam- experience. It's, it's like a cameo, but different. <laughs> fucking experience. So that being said, Devo, you have any final thoughts? Thank you for listening. And as always, keep it neat, friends. Woo. <laughs> I was expecting the kachow. I, <laughs> Every week. <laughs> I showed my son the fucking lightning across the lake. <laughs> he was so ready for lightning. Dude. <laughs>